Welcome to OWASP 24-7, sponsored by the Open Web Application Security Project, improving the security of software. With support from Sonatype, a trusted partner for open source governance, management, and compliance. Good morning. This is Mark Miller in New York City. Colin Watson in London. Is it uh, good morning or good afternoon to you, Colin? Uh, we're just in the afternoon now, so you, you just got me a little bit before lunchtime. I was very interested when I saw Jim Manico mention the Cornucopia Project. Can you tell me a little bit about that project and how it got started? Yes, of course. I was asked to do some training for some uh, some security training for Agile based developers uh, at the end of 2012. I had to do sort of three sessions back to back and they were on sort of Monday morning, Monday afternoon and Tuesday morning and I thought I wanted to try to avoid as far as possible lots of PowerPoint presentations and just standing there talking so I wanted to come up with a few ideas to try and make things a little bit more engaging. Um, one of the things I wanted to do was try to introduce the topic of threat modeling or possibly like how to help identify security requirements for web applications. So I had used uh, Microsoft's Elevation Privilege card game previously for threat modeling, but some of the content of those cards is sort of difficult for web applications. They're not entirely appropriate. Um, and I always used to have to sort of shuffle through the pack a bit and sort things out and try to translate the wording a bit to make them more suitable for, for websites and e-commerce websites. So I had this idea is what I could do is to create my own version of that card game but change all the content of the of the cards. Um, and I, I only had a sort of a budget of nothing very much and I had a, only had a, a few weeks to prepare for this. So what I did was I I created a, uh, an office document and laid it out so that I could put my cards in that document in a way that I could subsequently print it out on a you know uh, inkjet printer and cut the cards up and, and, and use them. But my real inspiration for the cards was actually the Secure Coding Practices Quick Reference Guide project, which is now on uh, currently on version two. That's a, that's a really good document which I, which I always like to try and promote to people, and quite a lot of people are, are less familiar with it, and it's got a small-ish number, you know, 10 to 20 checklist items of security requirements on the different sort of headings like authentication, session management, file uploads, you know, cryptography, these types of things. So what I did was I went through that document and took out, the, there's about 200 items altogether across its 10 or so pages, and I merged those 200 items into my sets of playing cards, so I used them as the, the, the inspiration for the text. So I've got things like um, so-and-so can bypass input validation or output validation, for example. That's that's the sort of wording on, on, on my playing cards. The other thing I wanted to do on these things was to try to map all those security requirements back to other projects. So I did have to create some identity numbering for the secure coding practice items, so from 1 to 210 or so, whatever it was. But I also cross-referenced them to the Application Security Verification Standard, ASVS, uh, App Sensor Detection Points, 
and then a couple of external ones. One was the uh, MITRE's common attack pattern and enumeration classification, KPEC. And there was also another document which I quite like to flip around a bit at times. One of the safe code documents about security stories for agile development. So I try to map all the 200 odd uh, secure coding practice security requirements to each of those categories. And what I did was I put the cross-references on the cards as well. So the idea is it's partly a, a sort of learning exercise and a partly a, a way to point people to additional resources uh, re relating to the um, security requirement or, or, or threat, depending on, on how you look at it. Mm -hmm. I, developed the, I, I developed all that, did it as, a, as this document, printed it out, and I, I laid it out so that you could use those, um, I don't know if you've come across them, those... Um, print your own business card type yep, sheet yep. Yeah, from stationers. Um, you can get them with like, you know, eight or 10 or 12 sort of pre-scored cards that go through your printer. I did that and managed to print out a, a deck of cards myself. And, you know, it was found quite, quite useful. People were, you know, uh, uh, quite engaged with it. And after the training, I just I emailed the um, Secure Coding Practices mailing list and um, said, oh, well, I've done this with, with your document. I've converted it into a set of playing cards. And here it is. I uploaded the file on, on, onto the wiki. And to be honest, I didn't really hear anything for, for a while. <laughs> and that, that, that was where it got to, sort of at the end of uh, 2012. Colin, walk me through using the cards. Let's talk a real use case to where you use them and tell me how it works. Yes, okay. There's actually sort of six suits. Um, so they're called, the suit names are data validation and encoding, authentication, session management, authorization, cryptography, and one for everything else, which I just called Cornucopia, which is like, uh, just, just for everything else. It's sort of a bit of a mixed bag of uh, security requirements that didn't fit into the other categories. So you play it in the, I, the identical manner as Microsoft's elevation of privilege card game. What you want to do is to get a group of developers, architects, possibly sort of a, the business order for the, for, for the project, but certainly someone who's possibly a bit more familiar with uh, AppSec terminology. And an ideal number is maybe four, four or five people, possibly six. Uh, you don't want too big a group because it takes a while then to go around uh, everyone in turn. And if it's too small a group, you're probably not getting too many uh, enough perspectives. Uh, the best way to play it is to use it against some target software or aspect of development that you're currently working on, perhaps some functional requirement um, or some design for some part of the system. So you've got something quite specific to be thinking about. So what you do is deal out an equal number of cards to, 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 to the players. You might use the whole pack, but in the um, in the documentation for the project, I actually suggest that what you can do is take cards out that are not, that are not relevant, or possibly are covered by controls that are already built into your frameworks, or or are just not necessary. So, for example, if you had a sort of brochureware website, and you were doing some uh, looking at security requirements for that, you you might not have any uh, authentication or session management going on. So you can take out two suits completely from, from from the deck. There's no point including too many things that are just not going to be relevant. So anyway, you dish the cards out evenly. And the purpose is for each card, each time someone plays a card, what they have to try to do is to read the security requirement and say, is this relevant for the environment, the design, the application? 
notification, we're considering, uh, do we need to do anything about this, think about it or whatever. And so the idea of the challenge is to come up with, show how this is relevant to the, the software we're thinking about and then make some notes about that, okay? So you get a point every time you identify some valid requirement. And then the other part of the game is really each uh, round, each person plays one card, you've got to try and win the round as well. So you'd give a point for whoever won the round. That would be typically, well, the cards are numbered 2 to 9, uh, 10, Jack, Queen, King, and Ace. So you you can play sort of like highest card in a, in a suit wins. You could optionally have trumps as well. So the idea is to get points for uh, defining a valid security requirement and also a point for winning the round. Uh, and then at the end of the game, you really want to have some prizes and things for people, you know, as part of the challenge of uh, um, participating. And then once you've finished with the, with, with the deck of cards, what you would do is go through the requirements that have been identified, and then perhaps what you're going to do is to write some specification items up, create some test cases, write unit tests, you know, however it works in your in, in, in your sort of a development situation, how do you translate those into into some sort of requirements or, or actions for for your project? How long does a typical game last? Okay, well, I think if you played played the uh, the whole the whole deck, it might be two or three hours. So, what I would typically do is actually do a subset and only do a, a little bit at a time, or try to make sure the deck was smaller and more targeted for the particular target consideration. So you might get away with, you know, you could do a, uh, an hour one day, an hour another day, and you probably got through most of it, or you could even break it down into, right, we're just going to we're just gonna do one suit and do half an hour on it or something, you know, a, 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 a quick review. And how, is there any way for you to track how many decks are in use right now? Are people getting back to you? Uh, there has been some feedback through the... Um, uh, project mailing list, which is good. So we've used that to update instructions and, and, uh, in, in, in the document, and there's been some feedback on Twitter as well. Where possible, I try to bounce anything back onto the uh, onto the mailing list for the project. I've probably missed a little bit out there because I think uh, the start of this call, I mentioned that I just uploaded it and mentioned it to the Secure Coding Practices project. Um, at that time, it was it was just a document on the wiki. But at the start of 2013, the PCI Security Standards Council published a new uh, information supplement about e-commerce. And in the back of that, there was a there were some references to things, and there was a sort of paragraph on OWASP, and they mentioned four four um, topics in there. And one of them was my card game <laughs> device, to my great surprise. So at that point, I thought, right, I better I better try and polish the, the document up a bit, make it version one, and after that I also turned it into a separate project that so was a little bit more standalone. So I now, I now sort of refer to it as, um, as referenced by PCI DSS, which, is, well, uh, which I think has actually increased its visibility a little bit. Well, that's, a, that's very exciting. One of the interesting things for me is the way that you licensed it, that I could actually go in, I could reface the cards, actually build a format that I like, and then contribute yeah. that back to the community. I like that a lot. The uh, Microsoft Elevation of Privilege card game is Creative Commons attribution license, so that's fine. So I took the idea, none, none of the content of their cards created uh, this new version, which is basically the, the same license, but everything's up there, so you can 
you can download the the, the uh, source document and edit it and create create alternative versions. Uh, I must say I'm about to upload a PDF. Someone did ask the question. I'm not quite sure why I never never created a P- PDF of it. Quite excitingly, one an organisation has actually uh, created some uh, proper design files for the cards because it was always a bit of it was, it was sort of quite hard work printing out on inkjet printer, stacking all the cards out, and you sort of end up with a deck of cards which is it's not you know it's it's slightly um, homemade looking. And um, they're not so they're not so good for dealing and so on. A company called Blackfoot, who I work for half time, they kindly have donated the creation of all the Illustrator files for the job. So those will be available as well. So people can either edit an office type document or they can edit um, if they've got the you know, the software to do it the the uh, print ready design files and then send them off to a printer. Um, but Blackfoot have also kindly donated some uh, printing of the decks themselves. So I've now got some nice shiny decks, uh, which I've been handing out uh, when possible at uh, all WASP chapter meetings when I've been invited to speak to them. So they, they've, they've gone down very well. It's much easier to play with uh, cards proper, properly printed on um, sort of better quality Cardboard. Definitely, definitely. Now, this is version one. Do you have a vision for what you're going to do for the next version? Yes, I, I, I've been doing a couple of some minor updates. I think possibly some of the wording on some of the cards is perhaps a little bit uh, long because I, my intent was to convert every single uh, requirement from the Secure Coding Practices project onto these cards. And I think some of them read a bit, they're a bit long-winded, and I might want to try to trim those down a bit. But the other uh, possibility is to create some uh, decks with just completely different things. And a couple of people have mentioned, well, could we do a web services version or perhaps a mobile app version? So the content of the cards would just be completely different. Um, but now that I think we've got the sort of source files that people can edit, that's going to be much, much easier for myself or, 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 or others to create. There's also probably some interest in translating the, the cards into other, some other languages. Oh, I would love to see one get hold of Rio in in Japan and have a Japanese version. I think that'd be great. Yes, and of course, the because the cards have got cross referencing on them, I'm hoping to update that when things like so, for example, when ASVS version two comes out, I need to update all the cross references uh, just to keep it in 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 step. All right, Colin. Thank you so much for the work that you're doing. A very very exciting project. I'll be following it. Great. Please join the mailing list, and if anyone has feedback or suggestions, please please post the comments there and uh, uh, sh- share your uh, share your experiences. You have been listening to OWASP twenty four seven with your host Mark Miller. OWASP twenty four seven is sponsored by the Open Web Application Security Project, improving the security of software. With support from Sonatype, a trusted partner for open source governance, management, and compliance.